You can support this podcast on patreon.com forward slash firstpawmedia. Radio Free Palmer 89.5 KVRF presents Mushing Radio, hosted by Robert Forto. Mushing Radio is about dog-powered sports, living in the Great White North, and mushing. Visit our website at mushingradio.com. Here is your host, Robert Forto. Hello and welcome everybody. This is Robert and I am joined tonight by my co-host Tony and we are doing the Connick 200 race recap which kicks off this weekend. Tony, how's it going this evening? Doing well. Really excited to kick off the race season. We are excited. This happens to be the first Iditarod qualifier of the mushing season for 2023 and it's Typically an exciting race. Uh, it's it sort of has a um, up and down history in the last few years. A lot of times it's been canceled, mainly due because of weather. And interestingly, this year, weather is throwing a little bit of a wrench into it as well. Typically, the, the race starts on Connect Lake, runs around the swamps, down the river, up to Sheep Creek Lodge, and then back down to finish for a 200-mile race. But this year, they're doing things a little bit different. They're starting at Connect Lake on Saturday morning. They're running pretty much to Willow, to the Eagle Quest Lodge. And for folks that are familiar with Iditarod, you will remember that the shorter race in 2020 started, 2021 started at <laughs> the Eagle Quest Lodge. So it's going to go there and then turn around and go back to the Connect Lake and then they're going to do the same exact race on Sunday. So it's really just two um, quick out and bouts uh, in, in on the same trail. So that's interesting because they're going to run the same trail twice. Now, we mentioned this was an Iditarod qualifier. So there's going to be a lot of interest with this race with uh, the rookies and folks that are qualifying. And we're going to talk about that in just a second. But real quick, Tony, before we jump into the roster. I know that you wrote a blog post. I know you've been following the news pretty closely. And just recently, this race went back into the hands of, I believe, uh, Barb Reddington and her crew. And of course, everybody knows who they are. And there was an interview this evening on the local news. What did they say? Um, she mostly talked about being excited that they had a very strong roster. Um, KTUU did the interview and they mentioned that the roster was just a few names shy of matching the Iditarod roster, which I thought was a fun little bit of shade coming from the official news source of Iditarod. Um, just had to throw that out there myself. Um, but she spoke about that. She also spoke on how the race has, even though it is considered the, or it is named for Joe Reddington Sr. It's the Joe Reddington Sr. Memorial Sled Dog Race, which is a mouthful, which is why we only call it the Connect 200. Um, she mentioned that for the first time they chose an honorary musher, and that is, of course, the late, great Lance Mackey. Um, who passed away uh, late 
in the summer of last year. Um, Lance has pretty much been chosen for, I think, just about every honorary musher position in the mid-distance races here in Alaska this year as an honor and tribute to um, one of the sport's biggest names and legends. Um, So that's kind of the focus on Barb's uh, interview, other than just, you know, kicking off the the mushing season and being very excited to see such a competitive roster. So the race starts at the Knick Lake, which is uh, right next to the Knick Bar, and that's very close <laughs> to the old Reddington Homestead. I believe it's just right down the road there. So there's a heck of a lot of history there. Uh, the Mushing Hall of Fame is there, or the Mushing Museum. I believe the Hall of Fame is there as well. And it runs along the or- original Iditarod Trail, which is very cool. And about uh, 20-ish or so miles, I believe it is, there is a sign that points to the left that says, Gnome this way. So there is a lot of history (laughs) with this trail. I've been on this trail many, many times. I've run this race a couple of times. And it's one that's uh, one of my favorites for sure. So let's jump into the roster for the next few minutes. Sure thing. So we've got 25 uh, names, but of course we've got the honorary mushers bib number one. So the bibs start at number two. The last musher will be 26. Um, We've got names like Michelle Phillips, Travis Beals, Matt Saylor, um, Jason Mackey, who uh, I guess is, you know, he's, he's the only Mackey that's actually running. Brenda was uh, scheduled to run this race, but I know there's illness. Uh, in the family, um, and not just her, the, the ones that we talked about in our last uh, episode, but also uh, just, I believe her husband's ill. So they've been having to uh, deal with just the sickness of whatever's going around there. Um, but we also have Iditarod champion Brent Sass and Nick Petit, who is, I consider him the king of the mid-distance races. He wins quite a few of them. Um, and I don't expect that to change anytime soon. Uh, the Barrington Twins, uh, and we've got some rookies uh, also in the race. So uh, it's a really healthy competitive field if they're all going to be competitive. They could be using this as a training run. It's kind of hard to know until you start watching them uh, as they pre- not prepare for the race, but as they head down the trail. Yeah, I, I really like this roster. And as you mentioned, it's it's very close to a lot of the folks you're going to see in Iditarod this year. And I think that's mm-hmm. really going to be exciting because you're going to see how some of these teams battle it out, even though it's only a couple of hundred miles. So since this is the official first race <laughs> of the year, and I know you're pretty superstitious, but uh, let's let's kick <laughs> let's kick this this off in style since we're going to do recaps of these races as well. Right. I'm not going to say pick a winner, but who are your top three favorites? Maybe they'll win, maybe not, but who are you really going to be watching? Um, well, as far as who I think has a good chance of winning, not necessarily my favorites personally, but just who I have as my top three, I'd put Nick Petit up there as probably the best chance. Um, Hugh Neff is probably also going to run right out of the gate, just like Nick, very hard, very fast. It's 200 miles. Um, Typically, Hugh goes fast. 
So um, I don't see a whole lot of chance for crash and burn there. And then I'm going to go ahead and, um, oh, gosh, it's hard. It's like choosing your favorite child, which thankfully I don't have any, so I don't ever have that problem. But I'm going to go with Michelle Phillips as the outside chance. Um, I think she's really uh, wanting to maybe not prove herself because I don't think she has to prove herself. Um, but I think she does want to try and move up in the standings and, and be a little more dominant than what we normally see with her not running Iditarod. Um, I think she's taking this uh, chance to just come out to some of the other mid-distance races in Alaska and, and have a good time and, and probably be competitive. So I am going to also go with Nick, and I wonder if he's going to be running a puppy team. Uh, Michelle just passed me that note to to mention that on air. <laughs> of course, I like Matt Failer. I do think Hugh Neff is going to uh, really take it quick out of the gate. Mm-hmm. And I'm also going yeah. to say that um, uh, Eddie, what's his name? Eddie Burke? Is that his name? Yes. Uh, I'm looking yes. forward to seeing what he's about. I know he's running Iditarod as a rookie too, right? He is, but he's running Aaron Burmeister's A-team out of Wild Style Racing Kennel, um, which typically uh, Aaron would be running, but Aaron, of course, has retired or at least is taking a step back from racing. Um, I'm not willing to accept his retirement yet, so I'm just saying he's taking a break. Um, but he, he has always shared, uh, the kennel with another musher, um, for the Cusco. And so now it's just Eddie and, um, Tony Browning who are, um, who are going to be sharing the A team essentially. So Eddie gets to take the team on the Connect. He'll get to take the same team on Iditarod this year, um, as a rookie. So really exciting to see him in the mix. Um, and then as far as puppy team, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but Nick has a second team in this race with Caden Foster. Um, so I assume Caden gets the job of running the puppy team and Nick has more of an A team. There you have it. That's news from the front right there. <laughs> so before we end, uh, Tony, this is, as we mentioned, I did a rod qualifier and some of these folks are running as rookies and I did a rod this year, so they do not need to qualify, but there are other names on there that could potentially be using this as a qualifier. And for folks that may be new to this show in order to run a race as a qualifier, they have to meet very specific um, conditions. And, and one of those big conditions is, is they cannot have any outside help whatsoever. So at the midway point at the Eagle quest lodge, that means they cannot have help from their handlers or anybody. They have to do it all on their own and they get their Iditarod report card, as they call it, where the, um, the, the race officials sign off on it and say, yep, this person did well. And, uh, they have done what they had to do as a qualifier. So last question before we go, Tony, do you know anything about purse or prizes? I should, but uh, at this point, you know, I've been blogging for the last 24 hours trying to keep up on all of the different races that are going on, not just the one that we're focusing on tonight. Um, so I don't, I, I would probably say the wrong purse, but I'm assuming it's healthy since we've got this healthy roster. It's got to be worth their time. 
Very good. So guys, stay tuned. Make sure you hit that subscribe button because we will be back on Monday night to do a Connect 200 recap. And we will find out if our top choices finished where we think they would. So it's going to be interesting to see where that's at. And just a quick programming note, my wife, Michelle, will be hosting on Monday with Tony. I am going in for surgery on Monday morning, so you probably don't want me on the air on Monday night. So with that, on behalf of my co-host, Tony, I'm Robert for Mushing Radio. We will see you guys next time. Goodbye. Here's to the adventure-seeking dog mushers out there. The hundreds of you who stand on the runners dreaming and thinking about the Northern Lights. Of course, there is something else you can do if you've got something to say. Start a podcast with First Paw Media and harness your creative side. Maybe even earn enough money. Enough money to tell yourself, hey, I'm not just a dog musher. I'm a rover. I'm a wanderer. I'm a voyager. I'm an explorer. Visit firstpaw.media. Mush on over today. From DogWorks Radio, this is Mushing Radio. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we invite you to subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll find a link on the episode notes. You can tap or swipe on the episode cover art, and you'll see some offers from our sponsors. You can support our show by supporting them. If you like what you have heard, we would love it if you could give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe, too. Your host is Robert Forto. Our producers are Michelle Forto, Alex Stein, and Tony Ryder. Our executive producer is Robert Forto. Created for DogWorks Radio and First Paw Media.